Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Want to Hear Something Weird, a podcast about weird stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Laura. Laura, what have you got for me today? I am going to tell you about the Queen Mary. Okay. It's a ghostly ship. A ghostly ship. Not a ghost ship. Not a ghost ship. So a ship a, of ghosts. It's, a, it's an actual, it's a physical ship that exists but it's full of ghosts. Indeed. So many ghosts. This ship has an insane number of ghostly (laughs) encounters encounters with people, repetitive, lots of different people have experienced things over many years. There's a lot to this. Well, what's well? I don't know where you have to start, but I'm thinking it's probably somewhere along the lines of what the deal with this ship is. It's human world origins i do i know quite a lot and i want to tell you about it so the queen mary was built in the 1930s and it was two times bigger than the titanic wow that's a lot bigger a lot bigger and also a lot more powerful and it was a luxury cruise ship that went across the atlantic Mm -hmm. so similar to the titanic similar idea Mm -hmm. just a lot bigger and more powerful okay and because of the power of the ship, mm-hmm. during World War II, it was even used to transport troops. Oh, okay. They had painted it gray yeah. and called it the Gray Ghost. Ooh. A bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. There's been a lot over the course of the, you know, the time the ship's been running that mm. a lot of accidents, um, interesting, unexplained events okay. which we'll get into and mm-hmm. a during world war ii there was even probably the worst event was the small boat that escorted the queen mary right during during the war during the war mm-hmm. it collided the queen mary collided into it tore it in half yikes and over 300 people lost their lives oh wow so it went on to have, after the war, went on to have a long life as a luxury cruise ship. 
Because who wouldn't want to go on a luxury cruise ship that's killed 300 yeah, soldiers? Yeah, they, they kept that probably under wraps but right. when they that, were that, trying to promote the uh, in the marketing brochure yeah, take a take a wonderful vacation on well, presumably ship. though those ghosts they're in the ocean they're haunting the ocean right so we're gonna get into some of the specific ghosts all right that we'll meet along the way here but it had a long life as a uh, luxury cruise ship and in mm. 1967 it was decommissioned and given over to the city of long beach california right where it resides today. So I was going to say, I think the only thing I know about the Queen Mary is from Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, it's a tourist destination. Yeah, right. There's I think there's like a restaurant on there or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so it's permanently docked, I believe. Ex- uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So in the early 1970s, mm-hmm. it reopened as a floating hotel. So it's been sort of yeah there ever since. Mm-hmm. A lot of the features of the ship remain, you know, as the originals, and it gives guests the opportunity to f- kind of experience what crossing the Atlantic on this luxury cruise ship would have been like back in the day. Yeah. Without actually having to go anywhere. It kind of makes me think of that, like a fake Titanic hotel that they have. I think it's somewhere in the South. Oh, I'm not familiar. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a big hotel that looks like the Titanic, though. Hmm. Is it docked somewhere, I'd imagine? It's like in the ground. Oh, it's, it's on land? like an actual hmm. ship. It's okay. weird. It is all, it's now also a historical museum and tourist attraction, like I said. Mm-hmm. You know what the biggest draw is? Probably those damn ghosts. The ghost tours. Oh, nice. So there are <laughs> a few ghosts mm-hmm. that... Work on the tour. (laughs) I mean, yes, kind of. They're basically entertainers on the tour that are the most notorious, but there are just so many different Mm -hmm. areas of the ship that have paranormal things happening. Yes. Mm -hmm. With guests, with certainly with people who work on the ship now. You know, hotel workers. Well, um, like even even the biggest ships in the world, they're still you know, it's still pretty tight confined right you don't you don't get a lot of ships that just have uh, huge areas of wasted space so i'm just thinking these ghosts are uh, on top of each other in this place yeah i mean there are just so many that we're gonna get into but i want to just highlight two ghosts that are probably the most well known okay and they kind of tend to wander all around the ship right they they, they get free reign of the ship yes and the first one is what they refer to as the lady in white. I feel like I've heard about this. Wow. Yeah. She's one of the most well-known. Mm-hmm. And as her name suggests, she's dressed in in white. I, I think that might just be, I might just be thinking of that being a common ghost name. The lady in white. The lady in black. The, yeah. The, yeah. Because, you know, that's a pretty good name for a ghost. Yeah. When that's... you picture a, like a ghost, a mm-hmm. woman yeah. from, you know. The early 1900s yeah what do you picture oh, yeah lady in white L- white or lady in black <laughs> yeah. probably white though easier to see yeah. a, a white ghost easier to pick out from like the shadows yeah she is seen wandering the ship's corridors sometimes she dances near the piano lounge okay she is believed to be the spirit of a woman who died on board under mysterious circumstances. Uh, dancing like nobody's watching because you're she's dead just, and you're a ghost. She's just enjoying herself. So some some reports believe that she 
is the ghost of a young woman who um, was on her honeymoon voyage. So mm. like, you know, really horrible. Like a tragic, tragic right. death. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, is that just because she's wearing white? Like, what is that? So the lady in white will also revisit her later on. But Jackie is the second ghost. And that is, and she is a... A child who is no, primarily, buddy. yeah, a young a young child who's primarily in the second class pool area. Jackie's also the most, sounds to be the most interactive with guests or tours. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think just by virtue of the fact that she has a first name. Yes. Uh, tells you a lot about her. Right. Jackie laughs, plays around the pool, giggles during the tours you know the the pool area is a stop on the tour of course and her wet footprints the size of a child's have been seen walking across the floor yeah in sort of real time sometimes you know the tour guides will get will be able to sort of get jackie to interact with with guests or Mm -hmm. people on the tour answer questions sing (laughs) so you know jackie's having a good time yeah it sounds like she's living her best life yeah well, hmm, her best death. <laughs> as, as a living permanently her, her child ghost. Um, but overall, some pretty, you know, not m- malicious spirits. Yeah, these sound these sound like fun tour ghosts. Yes, to see. So I'm gonna take you through. Uh, speaking of tours, mm-hmm. on a little tour of the ship to kind okay. of visit the different places where a lot of these encounters have happened mm-hmm. or tend to be hot spots. So the first and probably most well known is yeah. stateroom B340 or 340. Mm-hmm. It's it was a uh, third class room, room yeah. uh back in the day and in 1948 a British passenger named Walter Adamson passed away in the room. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything about like what happened? Yeah, don't, didn't sound particularly suspicious, yeah. but yeah, you have a you have a big ship like that. You know that happens on every big cruise ship has a morgue because you get enough people together, mm-hmm. some of them are going to die sometimes. Yeah, it's a lovely thought. <laughs> but then in so nothing, you know, yeah, reported n- for a while. But then in 1966, mm-hmm. a woman who stayed in the room reported that she was woken up when the bed bed covers were pulled off of her mm. sort of pulled down from from where her feet were and pulled yeah. off she pulls the covers back up they're pulled down again and then she thinks hang on a minute i'm staying by myself in <laughs> yeah, this room who's doing this she looks and sees a man standing at the foot of her bed yikes which you never want to wake up no, to that. No, ghost or not, you don't you don't want to wake up I mean, to that. Let's let's talk this through. I think I would rather wake up to a ghost man standing at the foot of my bed than a human being. Yeah, because a ghost can disappear. Yes. And but a human not you're gonna, gonna have to get you. out of that out of that room somehow. Yeah. Like they're a human their intentions are bad if a human's yes. yeah. in your room pulling off your covers. So she screams naturally and rings for help. Mm-hmm. And then before help can arrive, the man just disappeared. Mm. And ever since then... Best case scenario. Yeah, well, yeah. Ever since then, guests and staff have reported a lot of very sort of classic ghost 
mm. behaviors. Yeah. Seeing bathroom lights mysteriously turn on in the room, mm. knocking on doors in the middle of the night, bathroom water running when no one had stayed in the room for days. Mm-hmm. And this is one that staff have reported that, you know, they'll make the bed and then shortly afterward, the bed covers will be pulled right off. Well, that's just kind of annoying. So this ghost has a thing about pulling covers off, whether yeah. a person's in the bed or not. The, ro- the room is supposed to be so haunted, supposedly so haunted, and then they were getting so many reports that they ended up closing the room for a very long time, not allowing anyone to stay right. there. Just not worth it. Yeah. But it has since reopened oh. for the paranormal uh, weirdos that want to experience. <laughs> so you can, you can ha- stay in that room or you can just go room? see it? You can stay in it. Wow. If you want to get the covers pulled off you. Yeah. Yep. Moving along to the Mauritania room. Mm -hmm. In 1989, during preparations for a reception, two women were cleaning a lounge area. The Mauritania room is a lounge area. And when they entered the room, they started, they were startled to find a guest by themselves sitting quietly in a chair in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, okay. So forget murder on the dance floor. We got ghost on the ghost dance floor. On the, ghost sitting on the dance floor. <laughs> the ghost was kind of just staring off, not really looking at anyone or anything mm. in particular. And naturally, the women were on high alert yeah. right off the bat. Moments later, a third woman joined them to help with the cleaning. <laughs> and she immediately also noticed this person and remarked on the unsettling gaze of this person. It, it sounded like it was a man. Yeah. She felt uneasy and politely requested that the guests move to a different location so that they could you know, continue Clean. to do their job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not getting any response from this ghost. They're, yeah. They're not. You know, He's not acknowledging them exactly, in any way. Exactly. But, but at this point, they don't think it's a ghost. They think it's a real guy. They're. Yes. I guess their first their immediate thought is not ghost. Yeah. Um, so they begin to discuss the situation with each other and talk about, okay, maybe we need to call security because this person is not acknowledging us. Yeah. And we need to do our jobs. And then without warning, the guests began to fade gradually from view. Mm. So basically dissipating into thin air right before them, which is classic ghost. <laughs> that You don't get much more classic ghost <laughs> than fading into a mist. They were obviously astonished and bewildered, but all three of them shared the same experience yeah. and and reported, you know, seeing the guests disappear all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the Mayfair room. Okay, sounds nice. Originally, it was the ship's beauty salon, but mm-hmm. it now is an office for hotel staff. Okay. And in 2000... <laughs> Not a lot of people going to a dock ship to get their... Hair done. Their hair done nowadays, I guess. Apparently not. But in 2001, a member of the accounting staff mm-hmm. arrived early for work at 5.30 a.m., which wow. is really a horror. Yeah, that, about horror. that sounds like he was cooking the books or something to get in there that early she. when nobody... She, wow. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she was cooking the books. I, I, I think maybe... She could just be a very punctual or dedicated employee. Yeah. Maybe likes to get there before, I was going to say before everybody else shows up so she can like get a head start on her day, but 
What good is that if the ghosts are just always there? Well, she had, didn't quite know about the ghosts or uh, wasn't, you know. Well, she probably in. had a very analytical mind as exactly. an accountant and yeah. thinks ghosts don't exist. Yes. Well, she her mind was Let me get to, to cooking these books. <laughs> Upon entering the office, she sensed sort of a weird vibe in the room, mm. an eerie atmosphere, yeah. if you will. A feeling that something was amiss. Yeah, some but ghost she, is like, hey, I got this room until eight. <laughs> Before everyone else arrives. Um, she proceeded to do her, her you know, tasks or yeah, work. Yeah, the books. And suddenly she experienced like a chill. Yeah. She felt someone brushing up against the back of her chair, bes- mm. but no one was there. She right. was the yeah, only one 5 there. 5.30 in the morning. It's 5.30 in the morning. Uh, moments later, she saw a translucent figure dressed in white gliding across the room, passing through the closed door. Mm. You know who that sounds like? It sounds like the woman in white. The lady in white. The lady in white. <laughs> so this woman, this employee was immediately unnerved and she grabbed her keys and left the room and yeah. waited until, you know, tried to find other people and waited until all of her coworkers arrived before she felt comfortable going back. It spooked her that much. Yeah. It was probably kind of funny because probably a bunch of people, when they showed up, their attitude was, oh, I, I just see one of the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. We see the ghosts all the time. You, you're you you're an accountant, so you just stay in that one room, so you don't really get to see ghosts. But the rest of us, every day, we're going up to ghosts, asking them to leave. <laughs> they fade into mist. We're going to move on now. Okay. To another, Got a lot of ghosts to get through. Another hot spot. The first class swimming pool. Oh, nice. So it's no longer not, I guess, operational is the word. Yeah, you can't swim in it. You can go there on the tour. I believe they stop there on the tour, but Mm. it's because of California building codes. You can't actually swim there. Right. But it is, you know, pretty, pretty well preserved from the original mm-hmm. it was a symbol of opulence and luxury aboard the ship back in the day it's, yeah i can um, imagine it had extravagant features such as an illuminated fountain wow a stunning mother of pearl ceiling wow an intricate tile mosaic tile so it's like an indoor pool it's an indoor pool wow okay. and it's it's quite large and has balconies that go up Mm-hmm. two stories above the pool yeah and there's one main grand staircase is really the only way to get up to the balconies from yeah the bottom i'm of like the imagining deck. the stairs in titanic yes yep yeah. exactly and guests have reported seeing apparitions of swimmers in vintage bathing suits mm-hmm. as well uh as sounds of splashing and laughter when the pool is empty mm. Um, Jackie, who we visit, yeah. who we discussed <laughs> earlier, she is known to also visit the first hey, class pool, which she's honestly, second she's class. second class, you know, but in death, it's, you the didn't rules pay are all for off. that the rules first class again, come in, I guess none of the lifeguards died on board and are checking people's <laughs> room numbers before they let them in. No, she's, wow. she's allowed to have free reign. I think that's why she's having so much fun. I'm also surprised that even the second class had a uh, pool. Yeah. It makes me wonder how far down the classes went. I think third is the final. Third is the final. But I don't know. I haven't read that there's a pool for the third class. Probably not. 
And then steerage. You just Do get put with all the luggage. Do you find it interesting that we've given up, we stopped saying first class, second class, third class, but we pretty much still have the same system on cruise Oh, ships. absolutely. It's just business just, class. Yeah, and Economy. Yeah, because uh, the, the corporations did enough surveys and found out people don't like, probably people in first class like being told they're first class. Yes, but, but everybody else. But everybody else doesn't like it. Visitors have also reported seeing Oh, a young woman, sort of early 20s age, dressed in a tennis skirt, descending mm-hmm. the stairs. Okay. That grand staircase. And before she kind of disappeared behind pillars. So the, the pool area has a lot of these very grand pillars mm-hmm. on the deck that kind of, you know, connects to the balconies. Yeah. Another common apparition is a woman who's clad in old-fashioned attire and accompanied by a young boy wearing a suit that they mm-hmm. kind of just linger near the pool. There's also been in inexplicable phenomena. Okay. Such as sudden clouds of steam materializing out of nowhere. Yeah. That's like ghost steam. And it's accompanied by the appearance of a little girl dressed in a blue and white dress who vanishes without a trace in the blink of an eye. Sounds like that might be Jackie. Yeah. But sort of that there is this like cloud of steam that, you know, appears before the apparition. A lot happening at the pool, but the pools also tend to be where, you know, when the guests are able to sort of have most of their interactions with, with Jackie. Yeah. You know. I'm also thinking indoor pools and it's tile, tile ceilings and stuff. You know, those kinds of rooms really trap sounds. Yes, very echoey. And that is one thing that there's a man who worked on the ship. And I think he was sort of stationed at the first class pool, sort of on the tour. Mm -hmm. And so he, he spent a lot of time just kind of quietly in that area waiting for the tours to come through. Waiting for the tourists to come through or for an employee to come up to him. Report a ghost. Thinking he's a ghost. (laughs) Seeing if he disappears. (laughs) But he, one thing that he noted is he saw this, the young woman descending the staircase Mm -hmm. that didn't make any noise. So at first he thought it was actually a guest or somebody on a tour that somehow was kind of on their own yeah and but she didn't make any noise descending the stairs and he describes the tiles on the stairs as being their ceramic tiles then a lot of them were loose like, oh loose okay. and would make a lot of noise as people walk down these stairs and she was completely silent descending the stairs which was an immediate red flag to it and she disappears <laughs> right. behind a pillar so so that's the first class pool now i want to talk about this one's a a bit more of a somber backstory, mm-hmm. but there's a part of the ship called Shaft Alley. It's a hatch door that holds a dark history because it's the site of a tragic accident that resulted in the death of a member of the crew. Mm. The incident occurred one night in 1966 when... And this is so, if you remember, 1966 is right before the boat boat was recommissioned or ship was uh, decommissioned, Mm -hmm. stopped running. So, um, but the, the ship was, um, take that back. So the, in the, in 1966, this night, the orders were given to this, to all of the crew in particular, this one crew member to close the watertight doors yeah and 
that was in the engine and boiler rooms. Mm-hmm. So about five minutes later, an 18-year-old crew member uh-uh. from Yorkshire was discovered trapped and crushed in hatch 13. So the rest of the crew scrambles to try and free him and get him to the hospital ward. Yeah. You know, this boat is out on the on the ocean, so the best they could do was try to revive him on the boat. Mm-hmm. But he succumbed to his injuries and there were signs of crushing, you know, trauma from being crushed on yeah. his arms, his chest, his you know, torso. Mm-hmm. And ever since this incident, there have been reports of activity in, in that area, sort of the boiler room, engine the, room the area. The crushing area. The crushing area. The area Shaft you do alley, not want to get locked inside of. No. And a lot of these are, you know, Attributed to this this crew member who passed. Oh, um, okay. A lot of incidents, yeah, ghostly yeah. incidents. Yes. So witnesses have recounted experiencing the sensation of someone who runs up behind them, Yeesh. hearing, you know, and, and making whistling sounds. Mm-hmm. They find grease fingerprints Yeesh. where there really would be no reason right. for those to be there. Other people have s- talked about seeing a bearded man wearing blue overalls, which is what the young crewman Eight, eighteen w- and a beard. To. Wow. Well, you're on a ship. You can't. How, yeah, how easily is it to access a razor razor on a regular basis? I don't know. Uh, several witnesses have also described encountering an an apparition that inquires about a missing wrench. Oh, okay. She's a classic crewman. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like that guy who was crushed. And the investigation, or when they kind of like. Think about it. <laughs> well, when oh, they, wait a minute. Is this guy real or is yeah, he going to disappear right. into uh, the, the, fog? And guess what? Disappears guess, into a fog. Indeed. So. Which makes you wonder if he's really serious about finding that wrench or not. Yeah. I mean, I think so. But he well, realizes you gotta they, stick they around. You can't just disappear into a fog. Man, what if somebody just has to get that guy a wrench and then he can move, move on. on to the next world? Yeah, uh, yeah, There's worth a try. That, yeah. Can he take a earth? I think you probably just have to like leave it somewhere for him. Yeah, that's a good thought. That's a nice thought. Yeah. But this whole area, a lot of people think that there's also weird like portal energies. Oh, okay. There's places you walk where it just feels very cold too. Okay. So this area, I don't know that it has anything to do with the crewman, but the boiler room and the engine room, which is just sort of when you think about a ship, you're like, yeah, yeah that's a creepy area. Yeah, you don't want to be. Area. Yeah, very dangerous. Like you don't want to be down there in general. No. Hard, hard area to work in. Dang- yeah. yeah, like you said, dangerous, smelly, hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the last thing, you know, throughout the whole ship, there's also a ghost that growls. Oh, a growling ghost. Just, you know, an inexplicable ghost that gr- will growl. But so it maybe- sounds like a human growl, not yeah. like an animal. Right. Huh. Um, maybe it's just like a cat calling ghost that's going like, oh, maybe. Oh, I can't do that. <sighs> Are you just pretending like you can't so that? I no, I'm. Do you think I'm faking it? I can't do it. <laughs> well, I can't do like it. Like that. I'm not a, I can't kill. <laughs> and so, yeah, the ship 
kind of all all across the board. It seems like when anywhere I, you go, you're going to run into a... Ghost. When I catcall, I go hubba hubba. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my classic. trademark catcall. You're more Pepe Le Pew than... Yeah. Than carnal. A, yeah. Argh, you're, you're unleashing the animal in me. Argh. No. For the record, you don't catcall, at least... Yeah, Certainly not in my you. presence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder uh, how people would take to a ghost that said hubba hubba. Hmm. I wouldn't love it. If you're just walking down a hallway and what you think is an empty ship and then you hear hubba hubba, turn around, nobody's there. See, my mind would be going to, okay, well, there's someone around a corner making that. Right. Or that so. might be the ghost that pulls sheets off of women mm. while they're sleeping. So. Yeah. Best to avoid. Yeah. But the, yeah, like I said, Mary, Queen Mary is uh, a hot Haunted tourist as heck. destination spot. Um, seems pretty interesting to me. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel about working in a place that's haunted? Because I feel like you watch, if you watch some of these like ghost hunting shows and whatnot, They'll go to a restaurant or mm-hmm. a bar. We went to the the Hard Rock Cafe in, in Key West that is haunted. It's haunted from before it was a Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing the Hard Rock Cafe Corporation did <laughs> presumably resulted in creating a ghost. We need to be explicit on that or else we'll, we'll lose that yeah, lucrative wanna, Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> potential sponsorship. But I always wonder... If it's kind of cool to work in a, a bar or restaurant or a place like this, a tourist attraction that's haunted, gives you something something to pass the time. I do think it would be fun more talking about it with coworkers. Yeah, than it gives anything. you something to all talk about. But I genuinely don't think I'd want to ever really be alone in a certain place. I was like, gonna I say to it's go, you it's know, all the... fun and games until you're closing and somebody's like, "Oh, you exactly. have to go down to the basement to get the ketchup." Yeah, we got to refill the ketchup dispensers. I'm too much of a scaredy cat, even though I, you know, I don't think, you know, and in this case, the ghosts don't seem like they were, they're harmful or trying to frighten people, but they're just kind of playing but, little but, ghostly games. I got to be honest, no matter how hard they try disappearing into a mist will scare the shit out of me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't care how nice you are and how well-intentioned. That's going to scare me. So I do think, I will say, I would prefer working in a haunted place than living in a haunted place. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's easier. There's no way I can sleep. There's no way I'm sleeping in this stateroom that's haunted. Easier to get a new job than... Than to move house if if stuff starts going south and you're you're spending you know presumably about eight hours a day not mm-hmm. and you're not spending eight hours a day where you're sleeping and vulnerable like you are in a in a haunted home yeah but unless the ghost attaches itself to you and comes home with you <sighs> yeah I feel like these they got a good setup on the ship I doubt they they follow very many people home. They want to live on the ship. It's nice. Yeah. Well, I do they want to? Or do they want to move on? Or they want to move on. That's why we got to get that guy's wrench. Yeah. We should go on the tour and bring a wrench with I us. Would, I, if I go on this, at least one of those like little tiny wrenches, that's probably not what he wants. He works on a ship. Yeah, he doesn't he needs want a, like, a little uh, pocket <laughs> wrench. He, wants, he needs like one of those big ass wrenches. But I don't know. You get what you get, pal. Yeah. 
If we go on this tour, we'll bring a little wrench for them. Mm. Maybe we'll bring a pig wrench. We'll see if there are metal detectors before you go yeah, on the ship. There might be. And yeah, they might be trying to prevent. They're like, we. the last thing we need is people releasing all these ghosts yeah, into the next realm. Yeah, this is our big Yeah. We got to keep them tortured here. Yeah. So that's Mar- the Queen Mary. Wow. Sounds like a very haunted place. I'd like to, I I would like to, to see it one day. Me too. Let's go, go, ghostly ships, to scary stuff. Yeah. At least this one's like not out to sea, so you don't have to worry about it. Sink, you know, go sinking the ship, I guess. Ooh, I never thought about that. But... Yeah, especially the one in the engine room. You could probably cause all kinds of havoc. Yeah. Open I mean, up the those nice... watertight doors. <laughs> the nice thing about this ship is you can get off it pretty easily. You're not stuck in the middle of the ocean right. having these ghostly in- experiences. Yeah. And then. Yeah, if you're on a, a regular cruise ship and you have a ghost encounter, they're not going to send a helicopter to airlift you off the boat. No, they're going to think you're They're going to say you're going to have to get off in at the Bahamas or whatever our next dock. <laughs> Sorry, that's them's the also, rules. Also, you're disturbing everyone else on the ship, so please leave. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you have a spooky encounter or just anything, you can email us. Wannahearpod at gmail.com. You know, tell us. Tell us. If there are topics you want to hear about, let us know. We're also want to hear pod on most social media platforms, TikTok, your Instagram, your Twitter. So you can follow us on those places. And uh, if you got the time, why not leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? A five-star review really helps uh, people find new shows like this one, and we really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who's, who's uh, left reviews. Uh, we see those reviews, and we love them, and we love you uh, as a result. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week. So want to hear something weird about the very scary Queen Mary. See you next week. Want to hear something weird is a Clamor Audio production distributed by the Cloud 10 Network. Hosted and executive produced by Tom Reynolds and me, Laura Anderson. Executive produced by Aaron Hilliard. Clamor General Manager, Rich Statter. Associate Producer, Ethan Aronson. Post-production supervised by Devin Ruskin. Production Assistant, Samara Mullick. Special thanks to Sim Sarna and Saiba Krieger at Cloud 10. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.